Hello listener you are listening to Bangalore Bits this special edition of podcast is uh, brought to you by Atul I am the host for the show temporarily because Subhu is busy and I have with me today in the podcast Avdi Grim uh, Avdi is a keynote speaker at RubyConf India uh, which is happening tomorrow and day after 9th and 10th of February mm-hmm. so if you're a ruby developer you should definitely go ahead and attend the event and also listen to his keynote Avdi welcome to the show how are you thank you i am i'm very well thank you so tell us more about yourself for how many years you've been into programming and ruby development per se well i got started uh programming i my first programming job was uh back in 98 and um uh, i've been playing with ruby in one form or another since 2001 2001 that makes it 16 17 years now yeah amazingly yeah it's a long time so what has been the good and the bad side of being on the ruby ecosystem um i don't know if there's been any bad honestly <laughs> uh i think the uh the, the really good side of ruby uh you know it's a lot of fun to work with uh and i think that's what drew a lot of developers to it in the first place is that it was this language that was explicitly designed to make developers happy and the interesting side effect of that is it drew a lot of developers to it who cared about happiness uh and who cared about i guess uh being a a fulfilled person in the context of programming at least that's the way i would put it and so I think as a result of that the Ruby community has become this this place that um just feels very warm and welcoming and also I think is a community which talks a little bit more about human values than some of some of the other tech communities that I've participated in. How has Ruby as a programming language changed and and what do you see like with the emergence of newer programming languages which are easier to you know get started with? Um I don't know if I've seen any programming languages recently that were actually easier to get started with than Ruby. Um I will say as far as how it's changed uh very little actually. That's one of the interesting things about Ruby is when I look at how Ruby has changed over the past like you said like 17 years versus let's say how Java has changed and that they were actually introduced in the same year. Um I think Java has changed much more. uh it's been much more of a process of sort of seeing what li- features are in other languages and then adopting them into the language and the same you can say for like C# sharp uh and a lot of other languages like I can think of ruby has added very little to the core language and i think it's it's partly just because it kind of sprang forth fully formed from from its creator's head from matt's head as this combination of features from different languages from lisp and from smalltalk and from perl that just sort of worked um and so we've seen a few little little tweaks here and there but uh, the language itself has stayed very similar to what i was using back in 2001 uh coming back to your keynote for tomorrow uh, what have you got for us and what are you looking forward from the developers community in india so um my keynote is um is is an interesting topic especially as we talk about programming languages because my keynote is about not writing code um it is about making the decision to avoid code uh, or avoid writing new code where possible that sounds 
in a Ruby conference not talking about code why? Um, well, you know, over the years, what I've discovered is that um, code is very powerful. Code is a really powerful tool for accomplishing our ends, for uh, giving us giving us a way to accomplish some kind of impact in the world. But it can also it can also be a liability. Um, especially for programmers, we tend to be very quick to jump to a code-heavy solution. So we see a problem and we instantly think, oh, I can write a script for that, or I can write a website for that, I can, I can solve this with code. And very often um, we miss um, a simpler solution, or we miss an off-the-shelf solution, or we we write in some way or other we write more code than we need to and I mean in and of itself writing code is not a problem writing code is fun um, I think a lot of us are in it because it's a lot of fun but when you look at like what impact you're you're having on the world there's some code that you write that really does have a great impact on the world and there's other code you write that's really just sort of around the periphery of that and not accomplishing a lot and a lot of times that code that you write around the periphery of the problem is the code that you spend 80% of your time maintaining. Um, and when you find yourself you know, spending all of your time maintaining the code that sends out emails about your service instead of writing the code for the service itself, then that's a problem. And that's where you have to step back and say, maybe, we should, maybe it's time to, to choose very carefully where we apply our skills. Uh, tell me more about yourself, about your day-to-day uh, -day job, like what you're doing with Ruby, uh, what you do for your living. Now, I have kind of a peculiar job these days. Um, I still call myself a programmer, uh, but my job really is an educator of programmers. So my primary gig is a screencasting service called Ruby Tapas, which you can find at rubytapas.com. And... It is a it's a subscription screencast service for working Ruby developers who want to get better at they do at what they do, and it just tries to present um, one new idea a week in a way that's very focused and without a lot of fluff around it. I try to keep my screencasts to about five minutes long or shorter, and present one new idea. And some of them are very technical, and then others are more about how we think about design. Tell us more about the virtues which which is there on your website. Oh, oh, from the, the blog. Yes. So, yeah, a long time ago I, I named my blog uh, Virtuous Code, and I named it that because of a quote from Larry Wall, who's the creator of the Perl programming language, uh, and he said that the, uh, the three virtues of a programmer are uh, laziness, arrogance, and hubris, if I think I, think I got that yes. right. Um, and... He explains this, and I, I can't quote him verbatim, but he basically explains this by saying, you know, laziness is the virtue that causes us to think uh, there's got to be there's got to be a way to do this that would involve less work. Um, arrogance is is the uh, the virtue that that makes us think that uh, we can do a better job. But again, I mean, bringing arrogance can also not be good, right? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... So Larry Wall is a guy who, who says a lot of things tongue-in-cheek, and that was definitely one of his tongue-in-cheek uh, sayings. Um, I don't actually advocate arrogance in programming. 
uh, I think arrogance definitely gets us into a lot of trouble. So, um, you know, the, the idea behind the quote, as, as tongue-in-cheek as it is, is, is that we, we think that we can actually improve on, as programmers, we think we can actually improve on what's already there. And that's hard one. Okay, that's where I get confused because I would have to I have to go back and look because I get the arrogance and hubris mixed up because they're like both kind of a being about uh, thinking that we can uh, that we're capable of coming up with a better solution. So, so uh, getting back to programming and and for uh, uh, someone who just wants to begin his journey into programming, why would you say Ruby is the first language of choice? Well, I'm not sure. It's that still I would. in 2017 or 18. <laughs> Um, I'm not 100% sure I would. I, I will say that um, I think that the Ruby community is a wonderful place to be. Um, and I don't say that, you know, it would be very easy for me to say that as somebody who is very embedded in the Ruby community and who has, you know, I know a lot of people there, so of course it's an easy place for me to be. Uh, but every time I talk to people who are new to the community, people that have just come to a Ruby conference for the first time or have have started playing with the language for the first time, they say the same thing to me, which is like, this community is so welcoming, um, everybody is so helpful and kind. Um, it's, a, it's definitely a, a community, that, community that values kindness very highly. Uh, so as a community, it's a very nice place to be. Um, that said, from a purely technological standpoint, um, you know, I think Ruby is a great first language to learn. I think there are other first languages that are also great to learn. Uh, lots of people have have luck, have good luck learning Python the first, as their first language. If you want to talk about what's the very best language to learn, just in terms of of having the widest breadth of opportunity available to you immediately after getting into programming, I would definitely say JavaScript right now. Uh, that's that's where you want to be if you just want to have all of the opportunities available to you. Uh, but certainly, you know, learning one of these does not preclude you from learning the others, and any of these kind of uh, C-influenced dynamic languages like Python and, and Ruby and JavaScript, a lot of the, the concepts that you learn in one are going to carry over quite quite well to another. Okay, uh, getting back to life, like tell us more about uh, how you see things overall, uh, apart from programming. Overall, what do you think about life? That is a big question. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I just put it. Because we had good conversation around it during yeah. our... Uh... Yeah, I, I'm not sure how to answer that question um, in, a, in a sound bite. <laughs> um, certainly, my life right now is, is about uh, reevaluating some of the things that, that have kept me going for a long time. And uh, I think being more aware of what I have in the present... And uh, I think I spend a lot of time trying not to live in the future as much. I think this is a very vague answer, and I kind of want to get it cut out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting it. <laughs> Tell me, how was your day? We'll, we'll, we'll edit it and put it in the first. <laughs> oh, I just had a wonderful day uh, uh, roaming around Bangalore uh, with Atoll here. Um, yeah. Did I just spot your name? Yes, that's, that's correct. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just had a, a lovely time. This has been my first time back in India since, uh, since I was 13 years old. So, uh, we've, uh, I've been enjoying getting, uh, eating the food again and, uh, we got to see the botanical gardens, which were lovely. So, um, 
unfortunately, I'm not here very long, but I've really uh, had a fun time today. Any advice to our listeners or, or anyone who's listening to this podcast? Um, quite a lot, but uh, I don't want to make this too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, your five picks. Uh, I'm not going to give you picks. What I will give you is, I think, one of the more important things to think about going into a programming career or continuing a programming career, which is, I think, to beware of... Beware of the people that will try to sell you on passion for programming. Um, it's, it's rare to see a job advertisement for a programming job anymore that doesn't say passion somewhere in there. And I think there's a, there's a line of thinking in the programming world, which is that all of your value in life uh, can just be completely focused around programming. You can get everything you need, not just, not just your livelihood, but you can just live in programming and live for whatever company that you, you work for, and, and it can just be your sole focus in life. And that's, I, I think that's really what they mean when they talk about you're passionate for programming. And uh, I am passionate. Um, I am passionate about some things in the world, um, but I'm very careful what I'm passionate about. I think passion is something that, that that's the kind of thing that it's what, what you will, what will bring tears to your eyes. And for me, I'm an enthusiast programmer, but I, you know, I'm passionate about my kids. I'm passionate about, um, bringing greater humanity, uh, bringing humanitarian values into programming. But I am very cautious around the idea of, passion for programming itself. And so that's sort of my one piece of advice is, you know, guard your passion well. Thanks, Avdi. It was great talking to you. So much to learn from you. Uh, that's all from this edition of Bangalore Bits. See you on the next episode of Bangalore Bits. Great talking to you. Same here.